0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is. James Selig. Like Alright, we are recording today on Friday, January 18th. Uh, normally we do Wednesdays, but uh, a little busy this week, so here on
1: the end of the week. Give me some time to study.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I've actually gotten, actually, a l- I played a few things this week, man. I got a good amount of things uh, yeah, done, I, which
1: was nice. I didn't play too much i mostly watched a bunch of stuff i don't know i did a, that came out weird that did, did come out <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little tongue tied for a second i don't know what happened there <laughs> i watched the thing and it was cool but it was yeah
0: cool. That, i'll let you know later definitely definitely um third week in a row right or is it fourth
1: i think it's third week in a row uh i think i think this is our third week recording in a row we're yeah, on a roll so far.
0: Yeah, we gotta just get one more month of January. We'll have the entire month then. We we would uh, we would have a full month of nonstop weekly recording, and then we can just do that for the rest of the year, which I can guarantee won't actually happen. But nah, we can still, yeah, we can still at least get a lot of the consistency, you know. Yep. All right. Uh, let's start off as we always do with what we are playing. Uh, James, do you do you have anything this week?
1: So I played a little bit of Destiny with you, not not a whole bunch. Uh, but in the meantime, I've started playing Overwatch again, which is fun. Like, here's the thing: I, I like playing it recently anyway because it like in between studying, it's easy to get like just a game or two in. And kind of get my fix or whatever, or at least like when I'm done doing my work for the day, I can like play for like an hour before I go to bed or whatever. And it's not like I could stop whenever, kind of, and I don't get like sucked into a long side quest like in Red Dead, which I still want to get back to, but I don't know. I just felt like playing some Overwatch. And good God, there are a few characters that I have not even played yet, or at least that they released since I played last. And uh, I don't know, they, change, they, they keep, it's an online game, so they patch it all the time, change up characters, change their abilities, like depending on how they feel they're effective or not in the, in the current meta. And there are some characters that I, I used to play that are completely different. Like Symmetra, for one, is is one that I'm just like, I used to play her all the time. I loved her. I don't know what they did to her, but I just, she's super weird now. I don't, I don't know. So I love Overwatch, but it's honestly feels way different from like the last time I played a few months ago. So I don't know. So those, those are my first, those are my two only games this uh, last week is Destiny and Overwatch. And the rest was just stuff I watched. Okay. I actually have a
0: a good list, I guess, this week. Ironically, none of it, except for Destiny 2 with you, took place at home. Everything oh, else yeah. is every anywhere else, yeah. Uh, yeah, the bit of Destiny 2 we played, nothing really eventful there. So you want to actually have a giant discussion of, well, actually we will later, of news, but at least in what we're playing, oh, yeah. not big on Destiny Talk at least for once. So we're giving you all a little bit of a break. Uh, but at work, I played uh, more Mercenaries during my break. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I am almost halfway done, so I'm actually getting through it pretty fast, just because I know exactly what to do, from all the times I played when I was younger. Uh, I also got my Vita in a good amount this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I beat Resogun. Oh, which isn't, man. It's not oh, too game. hard to do, just because it's like only a certain amount of levels, but it's just the... It, you, you play a lot just because of the difficulties and the scores, which... I've tried higher difficulties. I got wrecked so badly and i'm like you know i'm just playing these to kind of run through them and enjoy them bit by bit, bit and then move on to the next one but resident Evil was honestly really really fun for like just having a shoot them up again and i haven't played one of those in god knows how long yeah so i played the
1: shit out of resident Evil when that first came out it was it that game is so fun
0: it is and uh once i finished it i was like oh i, I think i have a couple of the games downloaded on my vita from like the free playstation plus games and I did like bit trip runner which it's almost uh. like pong if you've ever played it it's like uh, you got the little ball like the little uh, think little pixely things that are coming at you on the left side and you have the little you have like a, a miniature wall that you basically have to block everything as it comes to you
1: I must be picturing like a, w- a different game in my head because that's uh, that's not what I'm thinking of
0: okay but yeah bit trip runner it, it's uh Oh, that game is crazy because there's you don't use any buttons. It's all you're just taking the Vita and tilting it. It's like using oh. the six axis stuff, yeah. So I'm doing that the whole time, and I forgot that it did that in the beginning. So when I'm in the menu, I'm just in the menu for like five minutes, going these buttons aren't working. <laughs> I don't know what I'm pressing wrong, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I see what I'm supposed to do here. But I, 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 I want to say I played like twenty minutes straight. When I was in the car going to a Shake Shack mm-hmm. with some people. And I just was like, oh my god, this is crazy. And I, it was the most intense time. But I was like, I, I, once I finish this level, or fi- once I die, I'm probably just going to be done with this game. I just wanted to just see how it was. And it was it was enjoyable, but nothing I'd keep going over and over and over with. Mm-hmm. And then I tried... The last one I tried was MotorStorm RC. So it was yeah. like the little handheld version. I attempted it for five minutes and then was already done with it i was like i yeah. don't like this i like this one yeah, yeah so I,
1: I gotta say i've never really been into any of the MotorStorm games like i've tried several of them I, pl- I played the first one i i played a bit of that rc one i think i played another one of them on something and just i don't know i just maybe it's that i'm not that into racing games in general but those ones in particular i just never had any fun with i don't know why and that rc one was particularly bad
0: that's just because it's handheld and the controls are very limited i heard good things about two and three i never got to plan i honestly did want to
1: it was one of the few car
0: games that seemed of interest to me but i just never got around to it
1: yeah i did hear apocalypse was really good Or interesting, mostly because the tracks would like change while you're playing them or whatever. But it just got
0: it got screwed over by the uh, natural disaster in Japan, or not the natural. It was like the it was during the it was like first I think it was earthquake and then it caused the meltdown, so all that stuff like I forgot about that. Yeah, that that's what killed that game pretty much. Uh, And then uh, that was it for the Vita. I downloaded some new Vita games to play that I got from Plus. I think it was. It was, uh, I, I downloaded Hotline Miami, Ooh, Dragon's that's a good Crown, that's good and too. Geometry Wars 3. So those are the three next step to play when I get a chance. Uh, I'm not sure when I'll get to those, but eventually. And then I also was at a buddy's house. Remember I told you I was playing the Master Chief collection with a, with a friend? Yeah. Basically and just trying to run through it again. you get
1: to the Gears collection, I think you said at some point?
0: Yeah, so we, well, we ran through Judgment and then the DLC from 3, Robin's Shadow and everything. Yeah, so we just haven't done, we haven't done 4, and then I still wanted to do the Ultimate Edition of the original Gears, like that, uh, basically the HD version that they did for Xbox One, re releasing the original. Uh, But we were doing Combat Evolved, and, like, we're just trying to go through all the Halo games in the collection to just get like basically play on normal and then get all the skulls that we can get and then for sure get all the terminals and so we actually got through the entirety of halo combat evolved anniversary and got everything we needed for that and we started a halo 2 anniversary which holy crap those blur cutscenes are Dude. insane i was just like holy shit what my Dude, my friend, it was it was Brandon. He he fucking killed me. He would switch back <laughs> to regular Halo Two in the middle of the cutscene, yeah, and no, all dude. the audio just all the music leaves, and I'm just like, please stop! Don't do stop it! Stop it right now! I don't, yeah. like, I don't like this.
1: It's like honestly, they did such a good job. Like the the rest of the remaster looks really good, but like those cutscenes in particular, are, like freaking phenomenal. On like every level, like the the music, the sound effects, the the visual effects are fucking insane. Like uh, the brutes, like the hair on the brutes. Is, like, oh yeah, the
0: hair is fucking insane. And then seeing um seeing the arbiter naked when he gets dearmored, I'm like, yeah. oh,
1: the detail of his skin, holy shit. And then you switch to old school, and you're like, whoa, they made some upgrades. <laughs> Uh, not that it looked bad in the original. It's just like the, the new ones are just... I mean, it's hard to make a pre-reader. It yeah, it's like... I think it's just yeah. that the the new cutscenes look so good that it makes even like the rest of the gameplay of the remaster look not as good once you like go back into into gameplay. You're just like, oh right, this is how the rest of the game looks. It's still good though.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, and hopefully this Thursday or... Yeah, this coming Thursday we'll probably continue it, maybe if we get a chance. But the goal is basically to get through that, then Halo 3, ODST, and then four. Mm. And then uh eventually get to five and then Gears of War four. Those yeah. are like the games we're all trying to discount. Kind of, we're just basically trying to play everything co op. Halo five, though, we can't do split screen, obviously, so we'll have to yeah. do that from our respective places. Um I can maybe yeah. join you. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully I'll get back to uh just my ps4 here at home or anything at home really just because uh i don't know iron banner is happening right now in destiny Uh, 2 right and we could well actually wait it's friday by the time it's i feel like we're not going to even get to it honestly just because we only have three days left before the reset anyway it's not going to be worth it i feel like we're not going to complete any of the bounties Uh, i mean
1: if we worked really hard on it but like yeah. I got other
0: shit to do than just playing Destiny. I know that's why I'm. Part of me is like, do we continue Destiny just to keep going, or do we take a break?
1: I don't know. I mean, like, I want to continue with like the main content of Destiny. I still want to like actually finish one of the forges or something.
0: Yeah, get like basically it's like get to the forges. The, the, I guess the three big things are raid. Yeah, definitely do the raids, do the raid. Do the raids, get to the forges, and level up. And just get everything we haven't gotten. Like, I, we haven't even done Whisper... What is it, Whisper Word? Word, word, uh, word Whispering Word? Something like that. The Whisper. Basically, the Whisper. It's a sniper rifle. It's like a black spindle for Test too. 2. Yeah. Yeah. We still haven't even done that. But anyway, yeah, so we'll see about getting back into that otherwise i'll finally just get to red dead 2 and play that until i get tired of it or just get fatigued and just need to take a break and play something else right all right so on to gaming news start off with the biggest story first since that was the first thing that really kind of happened after the last time we recorded i think it was the day after too that we recorded that it came out but bungie and activision are no longer working together for destiny What this means is Bungie kind of did what they did with Microsoft, where they were like, screw you guys, we're going home. But instead, they took the kid with them. Whereas like last time, Microsoft kept Halo. This time, Activision uh, didn't keep Destiny. So Destiny is now owned completely by Bungie. And Activision just isn't supplying... They're not financially... Uh, supplying them anymore but also it means they won't have a hand in the creation of the game which obviously if you if you look around if you look all over social media everything else you'll see everyone's very pleased about this like bungie's happy yeah uh fans are happy critics are happy
1: yeah people seem optimistic about this
0: yeah which i am too but i'm also I'm i'm cautiously optimistic yeah because same. Uh, seeing that Bungie has full control now Basically they can self-publish Everything else they want to So like for the year 3 content The rest of the DLC for this year All that kind of stuff For the rest of Destiny 2 They can take care of themselves The question then is What will happen with Destiny 3 In regards to will they self-publish that Yeah. Because of the amount of money they have now Or will they Go to another third party developer And have them distribute basically supply finances for that too and one thing people like to point out uh, that people like to point out was the two biggest uh, companies with the amount of people that were showing them support for leaving Activision were Microsoft and Epic and you could kind of tell it was interesting just because uh, all this means a lot of different things or it, it makes it brings up a lot of questions. So like one Activision has become very big partners with Sony once uh, the PS4 started and they took the took the crown back Activision goes t- to whoever has the crown Basically, So yeah, they, they got they, the call of duty yep. DLC that's a month in advance compared to the others and then they had Which Destiny used to be the since deal that was also Activision
1: on 360 on Xbox 360. Uh, 360. Yeah. back back when Microsoft was on top.
0: And so with uh, Destiny Two, there was also like uh, for Destiny One and Destiny Two, there would be exclusive stuff just for the PlayStation owners. It would be usually like an exotic weapon, a strike, and maybe like a couple other things that were very small. Like but a, like the main things was like an exotic weapon and a strike. Yeah. Yeah. And so they did that, and the whole thing was that they would it would basically these exclusives won't release until the next title comes out so by then it's already obsolete and it's for even a person that's like i play on playstation that's just trash for anyone that's not on that like basically any xbox players that's trash for them just because they are paying the exact same amount of money but they don't get the exact same amount of stuff and it's yeah. a whole nother thing where it's like i understand like if it's like a timed exclusive like it makes sense for Duty. it's like a month okay that's fine but for this one, it's like, yo, you have to wait three fucking years. And it's like, yeah. oh my
1: god, okay, or one year,
0: okay, just do one year. At the very le- at the like very I, most, do a year. I think for
1: some of the stuff it was, like, a year. I think, like, the Jade Rabbit came out, like, one year-ish after uh, it came out on PlayStation. I can't remember why, but some of the... I cons- think the strike did, though. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, one of the, one of the strikes didn't come out that was, like... One of the first PlayStation exclusives didn't come out till Taken King came out, which was like two years later. I think some of the stuff that came out for what was the last expansion?
0: I remember, but the whole thing but was it, like I'm it never sure came out on Xbox. Some stuff didn't come out until after Destiny Two came out.
1: Yeah. Which so is then like, you're waiting. Yeah, no one's gonna go. Yeah, three years post release.
0: Yeah. So it's way too long. Uh, but basically, with them not being part of Activision. It, Bungie is not tied to the same deal of oh Sony gets this exclusive content day one, and it almost seemed like oh is the, some people were speculating with two things one with Epic. If they're not with Activision, will would Destiny three be on Battle.net? Probably not. I think Probably Destiny two not, will stay though. there. That's fine. But it's like Ooh, oh yeah, what Epic is trying Epic to store hence why they were one of the two biggest tweeters was epic so they'd probably try to court bungie to then put their title on pc for on the epic games market because i mean they don't really care about steam anyway like would... I've never...
1: yeah yeah that would be insane if if like destiny 3 is not on steam but it's on like the epic store
0: well i mean they're doing that with division Two, so it's like oh yeah you're right yeah and then um microsoft too you know, it's almost like people are like oh Microsoft's gonna buy Bungie again. It's like that's definitely not gonna happen. That will not ever happen. I highly doubt that that
1: would be super funny, but yeah I,
0: I doubt it. I think it I think what, what's crazy too though is um, there was some rumor though, I forget who, where I heard it. I think it was on I was listening to kind of funny games daily and someone said like uh, apparently Sony is reportedly in having secret talks with
1: Bungie right now yeah. and they're like oh my
0: god they're gonna they... Sony
1: will buy them yeah, there was like a breaking news thing and i was like oh man which i also I doubt it i doubt that but yeah. that would be insane that would be, be like an insane slam dunk if sony got somehow got bungie in like yeah. a more exclusive deal than they already are kind of ish sort of but that was more with activision i guess
0: i would rather see i mean if anything bungie could do like I don't know, because they're still for sure going to do Destiny 3. If anything, it'll take longer, which is nice, because that means they can take their time with it. They don't have Activision rushing them, because I'm sure Activision put a lot of stress on certain points and, oh, yeah. and cut we'll shit see. out, because... Here's,
1: here's the main reason why I'm optimistic about the split, is fr- from like most of the news we've gotten over the years, and, and it's like I guess it's mostly just been like, hearsay from people that supposedly know about the situation is that, like, all the the DLC plans for Destiny 1 and 2 that people were not super thrilled about, those were supposedly all Activision's ideas anyway. Like, uh, Destiny 1 supposedly had a... I don't know about, like, a completely different story, but it was, like, formulated almost completely differently until Bungie, you know, took, like, a, a vertical slice of the game or whatever, pitched it to... not. I guess they wouldn't be pitching it to Activision at that point, but they were just showing them, like, what they had at the time, and, and whoever was in charge was just like, I don't get it, do it again. And, like, so supposedly that was the point where they had to, like, re like, strip out a bunch of the story and package it into DLC and stuff. And that was why, like, the the vanilla story for Destiny 1 seemed so disjointed was they meant for you to, you know, start on Earth, have a thing that where you, you know, go after the Fallen for a bit or whatever, And then you go to the moon, and you get introduced to the the hive, like you are. And then there's like a whole hive campaign that you can just you you can choose to keep going with like the fallen, or you could keep going with the hive. And then like you know someone calls you to the Vex or whatever, and they wanted it to be like a more like choose which path you you go along. I think, but they were told to strip out like a whole hell of a lot of that stuff and packages package it as like DLC. For later expansions which is why you got the house of wolves although i guess i don't know i guess that might have been
0: i guess the full hive campaign would have been dark below i'm pretty sure yeah that was the just thing just because how how small it was
1: yeah like the the all the dark below stuff from what i understand was originally meant to be in the the original base game i think and at, just because activision wanted to make as much money as they could on it They were like, no, strip it out, make it DLC. And I don't know, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it wasn't all Activision, but I feel like Bungie wouldn't have, like, seeing as what they, how good of a story they told with the Halo story, at least the original trilogy, I don't feel like they would have made something as disjointed as the original Destiny 1 was without someone telling them to how to do it i guess so i'm hoping that without activision telling them you know how they can tell their story hopefully they can actually start to tell it in like a the way they want to and it i don't know i i'm just hoping that we get more better quality story content from them from now from now on but we'll we'll see how that works
0: yeah and for me, where I'm cautiously optimistic, so there's a few things. One, everyone's already believe they're like, you notice a lot of people on them, they're like, all right, buy Eververse, see you, Eververse, yeah, that now was, were
1: Eververse. That was my other and question it's, is, like,
0: does the Eververse go? Or do exactly. they keep it? So now that Activision isn't in the picture, the whole thing before is you wonder. Was this Bungie or was this Activision? A lot of times this happens for a game where you see something wrong and you wonder sometimes because there's parts where they failed. It was like when Resistance 3, there was a bunch of shit that happened. And I was like, was this... Or in Resistance 2 a little bit too. I was like, was this Insomniac or was this Sony? Who decided that that was a good idea when it, like, it basically wasn't uh, for certain things. And it's something like this now where now we get to find out so if the problems persist or these things keep happening yeah. or certain things like that we're gonna now know be like oh this was an activation this is bungie or maybe this wasn't bungie this is activation because now this problem's gone this thing's gone so things like eververse any other problems um that might come up as they come uh it, it'll all come to light now and we'll see exactly who more of more or less is who, who was to blame but also, like, kind of, do we will we be able to have faith on Bungie for the rest of this, at least, like, for the rest of Destiny 2 and everything else?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. like, I, I guess you're right. Now that, oh, uh, God, I'm, I'm losing the thought. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. Erase that. Right. Never mind. Well, <laughs> while you're thinking
0: about it, um, there was an, a later story where it's just kind of like Bungie's uh, Luke Smith talks about... Uh, He's the franchise director. He says, at least in the short term, uh, this is from IGN, this is a quote they have, uh, con- Bungie is continuing to build the content we promised for the annual pass and we want to find the line between uh, new content that many players can play and an aspirational content for players to progress toward. We're exploring improvements to catch up mechanics for players in upcoming seasons uh, and then for long term. Bungie is committed to destiny. We created the universe and we hold its future entirely in our hands. So it's. We will see exactly what happens. Um, Obviously, this will mean a lot to us specifically, just because this is kind of like our. At least for this decade, for the 20. Like early 2010s to early 2020s, this is kind of like our big MMO life game that we've just had constantly it's like it's been in the background of our it's the only game that's maintained an entire decade's worth of a background in our lives the way kind of like halo used to have and resistance and others and even at a certain point honestly call of duty
1: yeah i think destiny has been out been going for like five years the first game came uh out in
0: 2013 uh i was i was supposed to get that game when it came out but i ended up just becoming a year 2 player oh, yeah. uh, for destiny 1 so i can i came in during taken king is when i started and they so i like, got all the stuff
1: a whole year after that no taken king was out for a year and then rise of iron was 20, of iron for, so
0: 2013 was uh, vanilla 2014 was taken king 2015 was rise of iron we got to destiny 2 in the fall of 2016 and then this past 2017 fall we got forsaken yeah destiny then, 2
1: is 2 years old now
0: yeah so, yeah, so then uh, this fall we'll get this fall we'll get the year 3 uh expansion. Yeah. So yeah. which means basically if it was continuing the same schedule that means fall 2020 we would get Destiny 3 uh but we'll see what we'll happens see. now that Bungie has full control. Cuz if depending on how it, I'm fine with it being delayed especially okay, Activision had a whole 10-year plan for this. Now that yeah. Activision isn't in charge, Bungie doesn't have to stay tied to this plan, which means they can kind of spread it out more. And honestly, if it takes them longer to get everything done, to have Destiny 3 be a much a, a very superior product in comparison to Destiny's 1 and 2, I say I'm all for that, because then it gives me a little bit more time to get more shit done in Destiny 2, but also gives me more time to get other games played as well, and also gives you time for things like Anthem, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and Division 2. And, like, other big multiplayer games like that. Yeah. Which, honestly, I feel like now that those games are coming out, it's going to be harder. We're going to be juggling a lot.
1: We'll see. We'll see if we have time to get to all of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. I still have Wildlands. I still have to play Wildlands. I know. And that was, honestly, the one I was looking forward to more than at least Division and uh, Anthem, just because I was such a big Ghost Recon fan when I was a kid. I love the whole military aspect of it. Like, when I was a kid, I was always like, oh, cool, elite Green Berets, and it tackles the whole cartel stuff and drug lords, and I'm like, oh, this is a perfect theater, finally, the one that can be done right, because you have, like, Call of War as the cartel, and actually I think that was the only one that I even tried to tackle it, and it was trash, so... I was looking forward to this game, but I never had a chance to really play it. And I have to find people to play it with, too, so it's like a whole ordeal. But we'll see. But yeah, so that was uh, the whole Destiny one. We'll, we'll see exactly what happens. We'll see uh, how Bungie does. Activision, obviously, they wanted better financial income from it, which they didn't get. At least in their, their eyes, they didn't see it as performing up to standard.
1: Which... I find it insane. Isn't Destiny doing, like, fine? Not for the guys that sell
0: Call of Duty and Skylanders and shit. That's fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not for Activision Blizzard, who makes, like, a million billion dollars off of World of Warcraft alone.
0: But, alright, next up, uh, we have... Uh, Amazon is reportedly working on a video game streaming service akin to Project xCloud, which is... Uh, Microsoft's and Project Steam, or uh, not Steam, that would be a copyright, but uh, Project Stream from Google, which uh, yeah, is their right. kind of version of that was a the, streaming...
1: That was the thing that they had that, like, Assassin's Creed demo on, right? For
0: uh, Google Stream, yeah, or yeah. for the uh, Project Stream, yeah, for Google. Basically, the whole thing with it is you don't need an Xbox, you don't need a PlayStation, you can play all these AAA games on your phone, on a tablet. It's like a, a system Wherever. that kind of cross plays everywhere. Yeah. And as long it's as one that they're going to
1: internet connection strong enough to play them.
0: Exactly. Uh, so yeah, you can play it on your iPhone, you can play it on your Android, you can play it on your iPad, maybe even a fucking Kindle Fire. I have no idea. But you can play it on all these different platforms which personally for me I am not excited about this at all. This does not interest me. At all for Amazon's, for Microsoft's, for Google's, I just do not want any part of this. I'm going to stick to my console just because I don't want to rely on the internet to play a single-player game.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, I think I think it's a really cool idea, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure, it'd be cool. I could I could play my game remotely from. Oh, wait. Would you only use Amazon? It wouldn't just be streaming your game from your console somewhere, right? I don't know. Yeah, not yeah sure. I guess it would be like Amazon Video for games. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah. I'd, uh. yeah, that, I'd that's rather why, have do, a physical con- uh, console. Like
0: That's why everything, they always go, yeah, everything go digital, forget physical, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, what happens if something happens to your account? Something yeah. like this happens, then it's like
1: everything's lost. Like... I guess that's, that's why I like the Microsoft uh, version rumored so far, where like you buy your game on your Xbox, you can play it on your Xbox. But if you want to play your game for a bit while you're on the bus or whatever, and you got a strong enough 4 or 5G signal maybe in the future, uh, may, like, you could just pull out, I don't know, maybe strap a, a controller to your phone, play your game. Yeah, that sounds cool. But I mean they
0: showed it. They, it's not it's not even a rumor. It's like it's actually Apple.
1: yeah. So like I find that really cool and like I I have like the PlayStation Remote Play app on my computer, although I haven't set it up to actually use uh, connect to my PlayStation. So theoretically if, it, if I wanted to, I could bring a PlayStation controller to to the library with me and play my game remotely from my PlayStation on a break, but again, that, I don't know. There, there are very few times where I would actually want to access my game remotely like that. I I think you're right. I'd rather just dedicate that to being on a console, but yeah.
0: Yeah. That's like everyone, um, I'm sure this will be great for a lot of people just like a lot of people enjoy VR. I don't have time for any of these things and I don't need another screen or another outlet to jump into At the same time so I'm, yeah. Personally I'm good for where I'm at But uh, the, the, the potential Launch of this would probably not be Until 2020 at the earliest It sounds like yeah. Uh, But yeah we'll see We'll see what happens because now there's all the, It's basically three tech giants vying for this Kind of new market that could pot- potentially be Very
1: All over the place man i wonder whatever happened to that amazon market that they set up in seattle where there were like no employees
0: uh the are you talking about the grocery store yeah uh unrelated dude those are here (laughs) what there's two in san francisco now
1: since when
0: uh recently i haven't had a chance to go yet there's one downtown it's called amazon go yeah. I, I already got the app for it. I wanted to test it, but I haven't had time. Like, I find the concept uh,
1: really cool, but also terrifying.
0: Yeah, there's one on California Street somewhere uh, closer, not downtown necessarily, but it's like more of like the, between downtown and the uh, inner Richmond, I want to say. And then there is one on, like, where is it located? It's like near Macy's downtown, I want to say. I, I forget exactly. It's like between Macy's and Market somewhere are like yeah I, but yeah it's it's close by it, it, it's definitely downtown i just have i've walked by it once and i was like i saw the sign and i'm like what what's this and it wasn't opened yet but it is now because the hours are there and everything yeah
1: because i thought it was just i thought they were just having the one test store in seattle where i think the, when that was their first base yeah that's home, their home headquarters they're, they're making a new headquarters
0: in the east coast they're gonna yeah, that, start that too. That's going to take some time just because they just got the rights to go there. But
1: um, And I feel like people are complaining about jobs being stolen. It's all being stolen by Amazon.
0: I mean, they put everything they put everyone out of business all the time. That's just how it goes, I guess, until people can figure out something new. Yeah, it's just South Park how how the world right. works. Yeah, so next up we've got, let's see, what else I got here? Skip, skip, skip. Oh, yeah, so... This is a fun one. GameStop might be getting bought out.
1: Which is interesting.
0: Yeah, so... This is, according to the Wall Street Journal, two companies are currently going for the ownership of the gamestop franchise or i guess would be considered franchise or gamestop yeah. conglomerate, i guess uh sycamore yeah. partner uh sycamore partners and apollo global management i have no idea what these companies are i would look that up but i don't currently feel like it
1: not so, super important i guess
0: i feel like we would have if they were Big and known, we would know what they do.
1: Yeah, it's it's more just interesting that, at least in my opinion, that GameStop is in a position where it might be like, buy, I don't know. I I shouldn't say like, viable because I guess anything is viable. It's just they're in a posi- They're in a
0: desperate situation because they're they. All right. So the whole thing was, their third quarter, uh, loss in November was four hundred and eighty eight million dollars. Yeesh. I, I... That's not a small number. Yeah, and the whole thing is the buyout would might it might happen by the end of February of this year, uh, depending on what happens, but it sounds like they're kind of bidding for it at, the, at this point. It, it comes off the back that GameStop was declining in sales of games due to the fact that digital sales have risen a lot yeah, lately. Because it's just so, so they much blame, more convenient for yeah. most people anyway. Maybe so there's not, more like... digital sales. Uh, they're used they rely basically on their used game sales for the most part, just because if they're selling a game that's brand new, it like a good amount of it goes back to the people that actually published it, the people that made it, everything else like that. Like GameStop basically bought copies to then sell afterwards. Whereas their used games, they get hundred percent of the profits. And they jip you out of all of the uh prices when you sell a game to them so they just kind of well i guess uh they 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 swindle you they they swindle you out of everything because yeah. you go i mean hey i have this game to trade in that's from last year cool here's two dollars okay is that it it's all it's worth yeah it's only worth two dollars we're gonna go sell it for fifty dollars
1: or like even even 20 or like a year old game and that's still a ridiculous thing like even for brand new games, people will somehow like I don't know buy it, play it for like a day, be like I don't want it anymore, take it back to sell it. They'll only give them like maybe thirty bucks, even if they got it like the day before, and then they'll like you said sell that one for like fifty five. Yeah,
0: like, and it's it's, the it's ridiculous. Th- the whole thing is the the consumer loses. GameStop wins. It's just how it goes, and it's like at least when you go and you buy a game new, you're like, okay, well, it's a new product. That's fine. Whereas if it's a used game, and you know exactly who had to sell it. it to them. Yeah, you're. Whereas this one, you're just basically giving these people money because they're like, well, we want big profit. They're a profit. shop. Yeah, they're they're a shitty for pawn games. shop. It, <laughs> yeah, for games. And what kills me too? So this, this is, is what killed me because I can to
1: get a loan from. Yeah. yeah that's like but the other reason kill- to go to a pawn shop
0: but what killed me was uh i went in there recently because it was when red dead 2 came out i did get it from there because i wanted the ultimate edition and when i was doing that i was kind of like th- when i was i wanted to get call of duty uh for Modern warfare remastered because i knew it was like cheap and i'm like oh well uh do you guys have it currently and they're like yeah and i'm like oh do you have the new copy and i just wanted to know how much it was and everything else because I saw the they didn't have a box, or no, they did. They they only had, they because you know they all the, the they have the dis- ah, sorry I'm like mumbling. Uh, do they they have the, all the display boxes? Yeah. And so, I'm like, do you have this? And they're like, yeah. Uh, we just have we they look and we're like we just have the one up, that you see up front. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, it's uh, like thirty or forty dollars new. I think they said like thirty dollars new or something. And I'm like, I looked at it and I'm like, oh well, it and it's sealed and everything. And they're like, oh no, because the display's out front. And I'm like, wait, so you're telling me, yeah, okay. So this is wait, how they, they always were do it.
1: Selling you, they wanted to sell you a display copy that's been opened. Yeah. As, so as this this a is brand GameStop, new thing? This
0: is how GameStop always works. They all those new games on the wall are all actual games. So none of the discs are in the cases, but those cases are all sellable. So all the discs, they're all considered new still. So that oh, means I don't like that. They took they took a game. They removed the shrink wrap from the case. They opened the case. They take the disc out of the case and then they put the case back out there and put a shitty little GameStop money price tag on it. And then you're like, "Okay, this is still new apparently." That's so they bullshit. opened the game, and then they say it's still new, and they charge it, and they put that stupid sticky cover on it, that then it gets the case sticky, Yeah. and then you want to sell that game to them later, and then they give you $2. Dude,
1: what? That, that sounds that like... That is
0: literally how they work.
1: Uh, uh, what? Like, and then they got like, angry they, because they people
0: had a better alternative to sell digital games instead, so they don't have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, no and fucking And then they're like, wonder. I can't believe people are doing this. I mean... So... Yeah, so now
1: they're like, oh, well, let's... And they could at least leave. give you, like, I don't know, like, five bucks off? Well, the yeah, game, no, the no, it's, like, 30 it's, bucks it's new, straight up, like, it's two trash. bucks it off? It is complete trash. That's some bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, they, they have trashy policies, and then... It's like, it sounds like completely anti-consumer,
1: which no wonder the they're, consumers they're, don't it's like that. <laughs> anti-consumer, the whole thing,
0: because the whole thing is then they're like, oh, pay this much, and you get our special power-up rewards and bullshit, oh, and yeah, they give you, like, the only cool thing is... Yeah, the for, only cool like, thing is, like, months. the Game Informer issues that you get. And then besides that, it's like, oh, you get uh, deals off games. And you're like, cool, well, what what does it give me off new games? And they go, nothing. And it's only for the used games. So, basically, you're just paying to then pay for more used yeah. games only. Oh,
1: my yeah. God. And the more I think about it, the more, like, shady it sounds.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Whereas, like, at least Target, you get, if you have, like, a red card, you get 5% back with Target. Buy anything. So, that works for games. And sometimes they'll even do, like, a $5 gift card for certain pre-orders. Best Buy, they, before they canceled it, they had their gamer uh, club where 20% of, uh, when you have a subscription, any game, 20% off, anytime. And then, like, Amazon at least said 20% off when you pre-ordered it and had it, like, within the two weeks before they kept, like, taking it away pe- be, uh, piece by piece. Yeah. And now and it's, like, I think, $10 gift card. But still, $10 gift card is better than fucking GameStop's and idea.
1: Amazon, over the years, got little bit better at like delivering day one although yeah f- not for some games but
0: whatever and then uh now the game stop is doing all the paraphernalia all the apparel shit all yeah, the they, collectible they shit. really
1: tried to pivot to game like merchandise i guess because uh, i guess they figured well we got all these physical stores People want digital games. We got to put something physical in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they, they could say a long t- a while ago they bought um, Think Geek, which was like a they cre- they basically oh, sell gaming. yeah. Getting, yeah, they sell gaming and collectibles and shit, and the quality's okay. It's not exceptional at all. Like a lot of stuff is fine, whatever. Like it, it's honestly, it's mediocre, A lot of the stuff they have, but. Kind of it's like some miss, of the yeah. stuff is interesting, yeah. I mean they still sell like crazy collectible statues and other things like that. But yeah, that's, the standard like fucking I, figures and I do they find have like that little wallets and posters and shit.
1: Yeah, in addition to like the shitty figures that they have on like the the back wall and everything, at least the one in GameStop or the, the one GameStop in Stonestown has like a display case in the middle of like actually expensive statues for that are video game based that are actually cool. At least, I don't know. Yeah. They, they used to. I don't know if they have that anymore. But again, that's stuff that you you don't have to go to GameStop for. You can go to, like, I don't know, Figma's own website or whatever. Yeah.
0: So, bottom line, basically, GameStop, doing fun with these games, digital games come along, GameStop starts going down. GameStop to come back up, then does PowerPoint boards and also buys ThinkGeek and then starts selling a lot of physical uh, merchandise to... Uh, make up for those losses, that works for a bit, but still people go fuck you. I guess at least I did. And Dude, then I just uh, remembered
1: that GameStop is the reason why in the PS3 era, some developers put like online passes yeah. in their games, so that I don't blame them honestly because I was buy buying new, new anyway. It wasn't a problem for me. And yeah, that's the thing. Is like yeah, as long as you were buying it new, you got all the features of the game. But if you bought the used copy from GameStop, you can't play this game online unless you give the developer, you know, a little bit of cash extra for the online pass, which, again, made sense, but that's another thing that, like, no one was a fan of that, or not many people were fans of that, and that was just because GameStop was stealing... I shouldn't say stealing money from developers. It's technically a legal business reselling stuff, but you know, developers had to find a way to make their money back that GameStop was basically taking from them yep, so
0: yeah, they obviously you can see why they've been going down, Uh, we'll see exactly even if one of those companies buys them how are they going to increase their profits how are they going to tailor to the people like, who knows but enough of that rant, because we we basically (laughs) ranted throughout that one, it was worth it yeah uh, here's a. Actually, here's another rant. Sorry, uh, EA. <laughs> EA reportedly cancels another Star Wars game. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: yeah. This one sucked. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there's like multiple. It's almost a continuation so, of a story, too.
0: Yeah. So basically, uh, this is all from like Kotaku. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Open World Star game. So originally it was in development from visceral it was that smuggler game amy hennig,
1: uh, amy hennig was working on it yeah if you don't know amy hennig was the writer who wrote the first two three. uncharted games did oh right yeah the first three the, the fourth one was done yeah, by, she left yeah, she left guys. in the fourth one yeah yeah so like in the first three i mean all the uncharted games are, are great but the first three are like f- particularly freaking phenomenally done And I'm almost certain it's like, I shouldn't say 90% her writing, but it's just, she did a good job. And so when she got, when she left Naughty Dog and got picked up by Visceral, and news came out that she was writing a Star Wars game that was essentially sounding like Uncharted Star Wars. Yeah,
0: it was Uncharted Star Wars with the smuggler.
1: Yeah, people lost their freaking mind. And
0: then she left... Visceral, and then you go, uh oh, and then you're like, well, hopefully they'll figure it out. Oh, EA just clo- they canceled the game, or they didn't technically cancel. So they they they, they closed the Visceral. They lay off the staff of Visceral, which is one of my fa- they Literally, in regards to sound design, they were my favorite developer as they created Dead Space. Yeah, and they did then- Dead Space.
1: Dead Space is one of my favorite survival horror games of all time. First one for sure. Second one was really uh, was also good. Third one meh.
0: But yeah, they basically sent the game they were working on to EA Vancouver to reassess and refocus the game on other areas instead of just a single player story. Basically, yeah. most likely stripping that area and turning it into some multiplayer style, whatever the it fuck. It sounded knows.
1: like they they kept some of the assets from the uh, the original project, but basically redesigned what it was gonna be, like totally. Sounded like. Yeah. And
0: we knew that, uh, they were going to work on this, and then eventually, now this was canceled, and it, the whole thing about it is, it was it was called Project Orca, and now they're working on a smaller-scale Star Wars project, because apparently it was going to take too long
1: to create. Yeah, and they wanted to make it in into a- an open-world game, or something, yeah. and that just wasn't panning out.
0: Apparently it was scheduled for late 2020, and, uh what does it say so yeah the game would apparently have seen players taking on the role of a scound- scoundrel or bounty hunter who could explore various open world planets and work with different factions across the star wars universes or star wars universe sorry
1: and then uh this sounds there's like another beyond update good or evil 2. good and evil too
0: yeah and then like yeah <laughs> had an update and they're like uh there has been some speculation overnight about one of our Star Wars projects as a natural part of the creative process. The great work by our team in Vancouver continues and will evolve into future Star Wars content and games. We're fully committed to making more Star Wars games. We're very excited about Star Wars Fallen Jedi, uh, <laughs> or fall, uh, fall, Star Wars Jedi
1: Fallen Order. From I'm going like, how's that one turning out? Uh,
0: and then we'll share more about our new projects when the time is right, which... <clears throat> let's look at the let's look at the facts here star wars battlefront one comes out uh they, they have a 10 year well okay disney has a 10 year deal with ea to do star wars games yeah ea uh,
1: has the exclusive rights from disney to do star wars games there's like four it.
0: years left i want to say we're over the halfway point yeah they're like halfway the down. first game comes out star wars battlefront uh, some people are angry because it doesn't have a story. I didn't really care, to be honest, because uh, people didn't really remember much about Battlefront games for the most part because they thought there was a big story in it, and that's um, not what it's about.
1: Like, okay, Star Wars Battlefront okay. 2
0: had the 501st story. Yeah, that yes, was cool. But Star Wars Battlefront 1 did not. And so, like, it's really just a giant Battlefield game. Not I'm not talking about the franchise Battlefield. I'm just talking about, like, it's a giant Battlefield where you're playing... And, like, killing the other players. Yeah. But there's also modes like, like Galactic Conquest, which was honestly oh, probably yeah, one of the, the coolest first things where you're invading other planets and everything else like that. But that wasn't in there. So they took away that entire kind of, like, it's easy to do single player just because you're doing kind of stuff like that. Whereas now it was basically, they said it's not a battlefield. Hmm. Now I'm talking about the franchise battlefield. It's not a battlefield clone, but it's kind of, it, it wasn't all like the it. way. It was basically using the same template of giant open world battle like a giant area with uh stuff you can kill go backwards go forwards and different modes which the modes I'll, I'll i'll i will say were a lot different and overall like it's still different in like they can still be seen as very different games but the overall uh, i keep saying overall i gotta stop that uh it's still similar to say the least at least it's it, it, when you look at Star Wars Battlefront with Dice, in between Star Wars Battlefront from Pandemic, the old ones, and Battlefield from Dice, it draws closer to the Battlefield from Dice than it does the Star Wars Battlefront from Pandemic. Oh yeah, if that makes sense.
1: No, I yeah. was, was going to so, say that it, the the Dice battlef- Battlefield, the Dice Battlefront game didn't feel like. I remember Battlefront Two feeling like uh, when it first came out, the pandemic one. Like the the, what I found most interesting about that one was the each battle had a set amount of lives to start with. Yeah, and it was like 150 or something,
0: depending on. uh, Yeah, and they they,
1: also that you could uh, earn throughout the battle the ability to play as more advanced units and stuff like that. Like, I really liked all that stuff, but none of that really was in the the new Dice game. I mean, it was still a fun game, but it just didn't... It
0: still had the Battlefield weapon style. Yeah. Where you just choose your kind of, like, class and, like, guns and whatnot. Yeah,
1: so I don't want to say that it wasn't a fun game. It just didn't feel like a Battlefront game, I guess. Yeah, that was... I
0: mean, that was the biggest complaint for people. A lot of my roommates or a lot of people I knew at school when I was there, because that's when it was announced and, like, all the stuff was coming out about it. Like, overall, people were displeased uh, with all the news coming out. it. Sounded it sounded
1: like the main complaint was that it just wasn't enough value for what they were charging for it, especially with yeah. the season pass. And looking back
0: now, I would tend to agree. It was more of a $40 game. $40 mm-hmm. game than a $60 game. Um... But it was still it was still fun. Like it, For the multiplayer aspect, it was still a good time. Like, you have... Yeah,
1: I really liked Fighter Squadron. Like, that was really fun to play. That made me want a VR Star Wars Rogue Squadron game so bad. I don't know why. Oh, that would have <laughs> been tight, yeah. Uh, and then... Oh, God. Uh, Walker Assault?
0: Oh, Walker? Okay, Walker, yeah. So, Walker Assault was a really fun mode. That's where you just literally... If you were the Rebels, you try to destroy the Imperial Walkers... If you're the Imperials, you're just basically trying to protect them, protect them, and like stop the rebels from gaining access to these Y-wing bombers yeah, it to hit the them. battle lines. Yeah, and that was honestly really cool. And it's like they it, they could have put in more, but they just kind of kept what they had. Instead of in, basically instead of going back to the way Pandemic had it and just taking things from there, they just went no, we're just going to do everything our way and some of it worked some of it didn't and overall though the game was kind of okay received it wasn't like a big hot take it wasn't like up for anything the only thing it did exceptionally well of course was its visuals and audio
1: it literally it looked like star wars even down to to like when a blaster shot hits the ground like sparks fly out of everything even the sand and it's like that was just because that's what it looked like in the original movie. Like, lasers wouldn't fucking do that. It doesn't make any sense. But because it looks like Star Wars, they did that. And I love that. Also, supposedly, then, uh, they uh, scanned in, like, the real ships or whatever from yeah the original like, They, did, they did that with, like, droids and everything. So, everything looked, like, photorealistic. It was insane.
0: Yeah. And then after that, we got... Star Wars Battlefront 2, which I honestly haven't really gotten to play. I keep I, seeing I it on it, sale but and I almost it. buying it. <laughs> and that whole thing, the whole thing about it was they, they did like, they tried at first doing basically pay to win. And it, that shot them well, in the ass pretty bad.
1: First, they tried to get people to believe that like, no, 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 we, we learned our lesson from the last one. We're not selling DLC for this one. It's all going to come to you for free. And oh, yeah. By the way, there's microtransactions.
0: Yeah, they, they basically over... They basically... Yeah, they, they said you don't have to do this, but then they just shoved a tube into your face and then
1: tried to make you eat it. Yeah, and it wasn't even that the microtransactions were just, like, cosmetics that you could unlock or anything. No, they were straight up, like... Yeah, they know, were paid one, like I said like, earlier. Oh, this star card you got gives you plus 300 grenade damage so your grenades are like unbelievably powerful
0: (laughs) yeah it it was basically stuff where it was pay to win and then the campaign was mediocre uh from everyone that i've heard that played it it was very mediocre and then i tried watching i watched a crap ton of the gameplay i watched all the story and it made me not want to play that at all i'm still going to just to kind of get through it when i get the chance but it, it seemed very bland, it seemed very, it was, the big thing about it is they go, oh, okay, so it takes place between six and seven, and you're like Imperials that are on the losing side pretty much now that the Empire, Emperor is dead, but here, throughout this entire campaign, you're gonna meet every single Star Wars character that you know and love, so Wait, they put what? Luke in it, they put Leia in it They put Han in it, they put Lando in it They literally, at every point You somehow run into every single main character And then it just doesn't feel real Because you're
1: just kind of like oh, Okay, I, I mean, guess I, we're meeting everyone I mean, I knew Luke was in it Because I thought that the main character Was trying to hunt him down Because he's supposed to be The last Jedi or whatever, And also the guy who supposedly killed the Emperor So Briefly yeah. But, you, you play as Luke. But, like, I didn't. I mean, granted, it's been a while. But, like, I didn't know that, like, literally all the other characters are in there. Yeah,
0: it's like Luke's stuff made sense. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then I watched it, and you're, you see Leia Lando and Han, and they're not really. They have nothing to add. They're just there to mm-hmm. be like, oh, look, this character is here. You know, you like this guy, right? You like this character. Here he is. And it's like,
1: okay. I mean, I like this. I like the idea that. The main character... I forget her name. Uh Jyn Erso? No, no, that's from what? Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, uh, def- wait. I know she's played by, like Janita something. Kavankar, yeah. Yeah. Who... Great actress, but... I don't remember what the character's name is. Yeah, I'm not going to try to remember. I-, I liked the idea that she was from an Empire-occupied uh, world that was actually... Like prosperous, like imagine. Oh, imagine
0: whole. Th- okay, yeah, no, no. I watched that whole thing. That was bullshit. So Wait, the whole what, really the well the whole thing about it is, hey, you're playing for the empire. You're an imperial. This is an imperial story, and all it is is it's fucking like every other story where you're like, oh, we're gonna destroy this place. We're on the bad side this whole time. Let's switch. Wait, what? So. They go and they're like, oh, we're diehard Imperials. And they're like, you know, if something doesn't seem right. And they go, you know, I don't like this. And then they go, you know, I'm going to join these guys. Wait, really?
1: But Yeah, that's on. like
0: what happens pretty fast, honestly. Like, I want to say only like maybe 25% to a third of the game you play as an Imperial before but you switch sides.
1: I was so interested in them, like, showing me a side of the Empire that it's like, oh. You don't. Not- it's not actually there so- at all. No, that doesn't so- like what they hyped up? Like, oh, it's you know, not every empire-controlled world is total shit, like Tatooine, you know? Well, it's a whole Some- joke because
0: her homeworld is an imperial homeworld, and the Imperials are basically destroying their own homeworld. And you're just kind of like, what's even Wait, fucking happening right why now? Why would they do that? I don't, I don't remember, but it was. I I can guarantee you, it was something dumb.
1: That sounds really dumb.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was really dumb. And then, so I also you heard have, the story. It was like
1: max six
0: hours long.
1: Yeah. So you you get a short, bland
0: story. You get uh, microtransactions where that were terrible. That they ended up fixing because they, Disney they literally, literally came in and yeah. gave them a stern talking to. So then it was just cosmetics. Like literally and, within the
1: first week, Disney yeah. came in and was just like, shut it down. <laughs> The only thing you get
0: from this one that's like at least different from the two or the first Battlefront uh, from Dice is, yeah, no season pass. So all the all the actual maps are free, and all new locations basically and hero characters uh, and stuff. There are new uh, there are new eras. So you get three eras instead of just uh, the original trilogy. Now you get the prequel era, you get the sequel era, which for people that love the the best part about Battlefront 2 is the clone stuff. Like, fucking doing all yeah. the clone shit. That was awesome. That was really so, you get cool. that again a little bit. Uh, the gameplay, the, I think they changed the class system so it's more like classes instead of you just get whatever character and give them whatever the fuck you want for weapons and everything else. Um, but overall, it was. It could have been received a little bit better, but if they didn't do what they did, they. I mean, that's basically what shot them in the foot there. So, it was another mediocre release or like okay whatever i don't know it's basically kind of a failure in in a way and then you get visceral's game canceled and then now you have project orca being like basically smaller and everything else and then all that's all we got left for sure that's like a the one thing we know that's going to come out probably this fall is star wars jedi fallen order from respawn Which, all we know is that it's Jedi. (laughs) Probably. But it's Jedi, obviously. Yeah. And it's between 3 and 4. And the only reason we know that was because of the worst possible way EA could have actually revealed it. Was having their conference with Andrew Renee go into the audience and go, Hey, I heard you're making a Star Wars game. Which, once again, like I said during our EA fucking E3 special... I love Andrea Renee. I love listening to her on Kind of Funny and everything. She's honestly well, she's one great. of my favorite people to listen I, to. Like, she had no reason of being there at the EA press conference at all. They made such a poor choice doing that. Not that because of her specific joke. Yeah, it, not because of her specifically being no, 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 there no. Uh, as a person, but just it's like the same thing that Ubisoft did with Aisha T- Tyler, and then they fixed it by taking her away. You do not put someone that isn't in your company there to talk for you just have your people that actually created the game talk about the game briefly show your game get the fuck off the stage and throw the next person up there that's all you got to do you don't Don't need to put some random talk show host or anything else up there you just just have the people that actually worked on the game talk and that's it no interviews
1: none of that stuff i think it was just kind of sad that they had her go to the guy making the star wars game in, like, the audience, not even on stage. She just, like, went and sat with him in the audience for a second and was like, hey, uh, I hear you're you're working on something. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a Star Wars game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. That's it. <laughs> like, really? Why would you? I want to... There were people... I,
0: I want you to think about... I want everyone to think about this. All. Like, why would you announce a Star two Wars of you game listening. like that? Who thought, when they were like, hey, this is how we should do the conference... Who thought this was a good idea? Who thought going into the audience, talking about that was a good idea? Was this like everyone was like, "Wow, yeah, that was pretty smart"? All right, let's all let's start clapping. Yeah. Like, why would why would you why would you do this? Why just why do you do these? Who who does this stuff? Yeah. Like, come on,
1: yeah, that's a bizarre choice,
0: for sure. But okay, so game canceled or getting smaller, refocused once again. Bullshit, bullshit. Fallen Order hopefully comes out this fall. Don't do anything bad to respawn. If you fucking close them too, like you did the
1: rest, you're... Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot that... Wait, did EA buy respawn or...? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, fuck. Because it's
0: like, oh, they got the EA support. Yeah, so did Pandemic and Visceral. Look what happened.
1: Yeah, so we heard at some point, I think, that... Uh, Respawn is definitely doing. God, what's their game called? Titanfall three. Titanfall three. Yeah, so, so they're so doing that's... Fall in Order and Titanfall three for sure. But they're also doing a Star Wars game.
0: Yeah, and it's like I could. I feel like I'm like at this point I'm like yo I could say whatever I want. What <laughs> they What are they gonna do? Not hire me and close the <laughs> studio I want to work at? Oh wait, you already did. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the only places, the only places owned by EA that I want to work at are like Respawn and Dice LA. Because that's all that's left. I can't work at Pandemic. I can't work at Visceral. And, uh, I mean, I guess I could. I, I don't even know if I'd want to work at Bioware. Uh, I mean, nothing against Bauer, but I don't think I just want to make the Old Republic mm-hmm. <laughs> in Texas. Because also, I mean, Bioware's in Canada. That's a different country.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay, might, might okay. i can find to live that. in Canada for a bit. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, fucking healthcare's is probably better. But, <laughs> all right, so. Real fast, IO Interactive has opened a new studio in, uh, I'm going to say this wrong probably, uh, Malmo, Sweden. So it's a new, look, this is all from IGN reporting from their website. Just because it's easier just to read to what they already said. A new location joins the Copenhagen office to make one family and is already fully operational according to the developer's website. Currently, the Melbourne studio will support Hitman 2, helping develop ongoing content. So now they got two studios, which is pretty cool. All right. Uh, Let's see. We talked about Star Wars and all that fun stuff. Uh, There's more stuff for Days Gone. Like, they're actually releasing some kind of information about the world, some videos. We haven't had a chance to watch it yet. James, you don't want to because you want to kind of save yourself for the game itself. Doesn't it
1: come out in, like, a couple months? April, uh, so a few months, but yeah, I, yeah, it's just like it's getting- they're basically
0: they're building. They're gonna. This is the perfect time to start building a pipe, because honestly, does anyone talk about this game? As for as much as I've been waiting for That's this game fair. because it's not even uh, for the IP itself. It's I've just studio. been waiting for Sony Ben's next game. Uh, I'll be completely honest because I loved Resistance Retribution for the PSP. I loved Uncharted Golden Abyss for the Vita, and yeah. I've been just wanting to know what they've been doing to the point where I, I'm i just excited for anything they do.
1: I just like them that much. Did... And... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Ready at Dawn. I was, I was going to ask if they did uh, The Order, 1886. That was re- yeah, it was Ready at yeah, Dawn. Yeah, it was Ready at Dawn. Different BSP developer.
0: Yeah, you're thinking of the God of War. Yeah, I know. Um, so... They have this game coming. Honestly, start building up that hype. Make these videos come out. They announce the collector's edition and everything else. Uh, there's now pre-order bonuses, I believe, too. So now there's all this stuff you they can start driving towards. Have more interviews. All this other stuff re- regarding the game. Just to get excitement built. Especially just because in a world where this comes out close to Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Where they're... Yeah. They're similar in terms of po- post-apocalyptic survival, in a way, even though this one's open world, which is a vastly different area of gameplay style. Yeah. Uh, there's. It seems like it's going to have a lot more freedom, basically. Honestly, in it.
1: Is, like, The Last of Us, sh- it was good on all levels, but it really, for me, shined in its storytelling and its characters. And it seems like for... Uh, oh god, what's it called again? The Bend game. Uh, this one, Days Gone. Yeah, Days Gone. It seems like Days Gone. They're focusing more on gameplay and open world stuff than Uncharted or not Uncharted. Than the last. Of well, Us. no.
0: There's still gonna be story. Um, yeah, like the whole trailer was showing like this. The the biker. I forget what his name is. His, like, it seems like he had a girlfriend and she probably died because it was a whole or thing, like, something they're tragic. riding together. Yeah, yeah. so they'll they probably reveal it as time comes, but I think for now they were just trying to show the different mechanics of, like, kind of what you can do Maybe. and the amount amount of different ways you can do certain things in that world. But, yeah, we'll see We'll see what happens. I'm going to start watching all the stuff for it soon and just kind of get excited, you know, yeah, for
1: it. Yeah, for me, I think the reason why I haven't watched the videos yet... Is mostly like you said. I trust Bend to make a at least a decent game, and I feel like at least for Sony exclusives at this point, they have sort of that Marvel effect, where like pretty much any of Sony's exclusive games, I'm pretty much assured of being at least a good game. You know, off of their track record with you know The Last of Us, Uncharted, although that's mostly just Naughty Dog. Oh my god! Both of those are naughty dog. Yeah, uh, the Resistance series. You know, Sony has had a long. uh, Oh, and you know, Killzone and Horizon. You know, Sony is pretty good at cultivating a list of you know exclusive games for their console. So I, at this point, am pretty confident that there's probably no way that uh god i keep forgetting what it's called days gone uh the uh, days gone is gonna be like a bad game and it it i don't know so i at this point just want to be pleasantly surprised when it comes out and just like enjoy it but I, don't know, I think i just it's a little bit of that and a little i don't want any spoilers so me
0: eh. okay and for those that don't know when he says "eh," he usually means whatever. Yeah, it's, you'll it's notice my, that a lot.
1: It's my indifferent sound.
0: Yeah. All right. So next up, we have a lot of Mortal Kombat 11 reveals. So they they showed the uh, the first pieces of Mortal Kombat 11 gameplay. It's is it's everything you'd expect. That's not bad. It's
1: basically just Mortal Kombat, so it's a lot of fucking it's... fatalities and crazy combat. Dude, those fatalities, some of them are just comically gory. I mean, like, the, the first one that I saw today was Baraka. Like, it's so funny, because he, he, like, just grabs someone's face, rips the face off, so it's just, it's all, you know, muscle and stuff, and then he goes in again, rips the face off again. And it's like exposes the brain and everything. And then he just uses his bone spike to s- spear the brain, take a bite out of it. And I'm just like, how do you even rip someone's face off twice? But okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, it dude, It just, it looks freaking crazy. And there's a new character named Jairus. Uh, that was confirmed for it along with like others, of course, Sub-Zero, Raiden, uh, What's his face? Uh, Scorpion, yeah, Scarlet, and some others. So they're all coming back. Uh, Scarlet Sonya Blade was, is apparently was...
1: going to be voiced by Ronda Rousey this time. Yeah,
0: I saw. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sonya Blade, and yeah, that that's going to be crazy. And then uh, they made Scarlet. They redesigned her costume too, so she has like this crazy uh, full like. Uh, I think it was the she has like this cool little cap now, that uh, seemed interesting. Um. Yeah, and there's supposed to be like more fighter customization and stuff like that. Uh, So far, that's what we know. And I they'll basically as time goes, they're gonna. I think it comes out in April, which is pretty soon. They're they're just like yeah, get hyped. Basically, for every week or something, they'll probably reveal something new. Practically, if they really want to, which they'll basically just keep going down the roster uh, for reveals. Which they already said like Shao Kahn is another pre order bonus and stuff. Ah. And then we've got another fighting game announced. <laughs> who's ready for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid? So uh, there's going to be a new Power Rangers game. And it's going to come like later on this year for pretty much all three big consoles and PC. And who's the developer? The developer is Enway. And, uh, oh, wait, no, so it's April, it's gonna be released for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch in April, and so basically around the same time as Mortal Kombat, and then, uh, PC will get it sometime later this year, and I, I didn't watch anything for it yet, if there is something, but I'm assuming, cause Shattered Grid, for those that don't know, basically, uh, they continued this story of like the uh, original like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the I Green Ranger it was and everything else.
1: Fight for the Grid. Is it Fight for the Grid?
0: No, it's Battle for the Grid. Yeah. So yeah, Battle for the Grid. Um, the whole thing with Grid is, if I remember correctly, they've been continuing the story in comics, and the Grid's like uh, different. It's almost like they're different dimension and there's like this crazy dimension where tommy oliver the green power ranger in this world he works with rita and he basically gets like the power of the green and white ranger and becomes this guy named like lord draken yeah, he literally and kills he's... the
1: red ranger who got like the white ranger power to get the white ranger power yeah is fucking badass
0: in, in his world he basically like kills the other rangers and turns them into, like, he uses their swords to build an army. Like, there's, like, a bunch of black and yellow foot soldiers, like, ranger yeah, foot soldiers and stuff like that, emperor, if I remember correctly.
1: He, he like, No, yeah, he
0: he's basically the ruler of that world. He makes,
1: like, an army of Power Rangers, basically.
0: Yeah, and it's up to, like, the amount of money more from Power Rangers to stop him. I think he even, though, kills the main world's uh, Tommy Oliver at one point. If I Damn. read, like, yeah. He, I should like, read those like, super... comics. No, they're supposed to be really good. I think I have the first volume. I haven't had a chance to get to them yet. But this, if it's called Grid, I'd imagine he's in it. And then they might like do like alternate universe stuff, if not have like... Oh, maybe besides that's... the Mighty Man from Power Rangers, put in like the other generations as well. There's a whole... I mean, it basically can be a very, very, very big roster.
1: Yeah, maybe that's just how they explain having... You know, the different Power Rangers from different times and places in one game, in one fighting game. It's just like, oh, they're just from around the dimensions or something.
0: Oh, yeah. It says, uh, Battle for the Grid spans the Power Rangers' 25-year history and pits new and classic Rangers and villains against each other in team battles. Yeah, so it's basically going to have everything. And then, uh... I think that's it for this week for games. We actually went pretty fucking long for that shit. Okay, so yeah, we're we're well over an hour in, so yeah. we're going to move to
1: film and TV. Uh, one last game thing that I thought was kind of funny is that if you guys don't know, the um, Red Dead Redemption Two features a couple Pinkerton agents in in the plot. Apparently, the real life Pinkerton agency is. Trying to sue Rockstar for including them in their game for some reason. It's it's fucking weird. I just thought that that was funny. Yeah, and it's
0: uh, basically yeah, Take Two is going to counter sue, which for basically like you got it's it's a
1: it's a historical game. This is for
0: wasting our time. Yeah, it was funny. Basically, yeah, I'll teach you. So, yeah, that's that's everything for gaming. Uh, next up for what
1: we've been watching. Uh did you watch anything? Uh nothing really new. Uh I continued watching a bit of Star Trek: Next Generation. Still a great show so far anyway. I find it really interesting that basically every at least so far. I'm I'm like in the third season, I think. And each beginning of a season they redesign like a bunch of stuff like they keep changing the doctor of the ship between seasons uh and they keep changing their uniforms between seasons i don't know why i guess they're just like we could do it better between the season break or whatever at the time but i don't know it it so star trek good show i rewatched Westworld season one, because Daniel got the both seasons on Blu-ray for Christmas and lent them to me. So rewatch the first season so I can be more, I I guess, remember what happened before I go into the second season. And holy shit, I forgot how good that show is. Like, I remember really liking it, but just rewatching it again. Like, it's so well done. It's it's ridiculous. It's, it would take way too long to explain all the reasons why I love that show right now. And uh, other than that, I started watching Punisher Season 1 again, because Season 2 came out today, I think. Oh, yeah, so, I have to watch that. And again, re-watching that show, I'm just like, I forgot how good this show is. I oh, mean, yeah. I remember liking it at the time, but I forgot how many scenes are just legitimately emotional. Like there are so many scenes where Frank is like reminiscing about his family or or something like that, and it's like truly heartbreaking to see how like tortured he is over his past. It's it's it's, it's crazy. The I forgot the name of the actor, but the guy who played uh, Joe Berenthal. Yeah, he did. He, he knocked it out of the park, at least.
0: Well, Joe, Joe Bernthal, you, you always got to get his, uh, he has his classic um, emotional rage yell. Yeah. That dude, he does in everything, scr- which I honestly do love it, because I'm like, oh, my God, this dude's so, he's he's got so much emotion. I dude, like, it.
1: the the single thing that, like, blows me away, I mean, the whole performance is great, but, like, the, the reoccurring nightmare he has where, like, his, his wife wakes him up, and then as she's, like, leaving the room, someone, like, comes in and shoots her in the head, and he just, like, screams no, like, right before she dies, and, like, the, the sc- him screaming that, like, legitimately sounded like someone who, like, knew he was about to witness his wife be murdered and couldn't stop it, and, like, that was the only thing he could do, and it just, it sounded so real. It, like, he did a good job. So, yeah, those, those are my things for the week. Uh pretty much.
0: Okay. Well, I watched a little movie called Spider Man Enter the Spider Verse. Ooh, how'd you like it? Oh dude, I fucking love that movie. Holy shit. So that I didn't expect anything to beat out like Incredibles two and Island of Dogs, but it did. That is by far my favorite animated movie of the year. And it is by far I'm gonna even say it, it's the best Spider Man movie I've ever seen. It but better than Spider-Man Two,
1: also no Oh it's problem. definitely better than, than the than the Sam Raimi movies. Like, I love those movies, but it's hard to go back to them because they're campy be as shit.
0: Yeah, well, they're, they're good. To, they're they're, they're the, the old Spider-Man trilogy is really great to drink to, but um, <laughs> yeah, this this movie just did everything. so I, I it did everything so right. It was ten out of ten, no problem it felt it felt good it just felt it felt really good and when something bad happened you felt it like for an animated show or animated movie you felt you felt bad you felt really bad yeah and also i'm not even gonna lie and i never really get this way but i was like fuck i really want those shoes what
1: what what shoes
0: the entire. So, this movie did a really. It's the best product placement I've ever seen in an entire movie, where they keep showing Miles wears Sony headphones, and oh, then he yeah. has his his fucking Nikes, his Nike shoes. Yeah, those shoes are so nice. They they actually sold. Out so fast when they brought them out. Those were, like, sold online on their, like, special app.
1: Dude, I didn't even think of that.
0: They're, like, red, blue, and white Spider-Man shoes that has, like, the same material used for, like, I guess, like, the suit. Oh, Dude, man, the, I that, bought those, those shoes are so fucking good. I think I'm you not... would have had to do, like, the raffle and everything for it. Uh, but it was, okay. like, fuck. I, I, honestly, I'd probably spend a good amount on them if they have my size on eBay or something because that's probably where you'd have to get them. Yeah. But, yeah, it was that... I'm trying not to say too much about it, but it, it was just, it's its really fucking good. If you can see that before it's out of theaters, definitely do it. It is the number one animated movie you should watch from 2018 if you haven't. Just, if you can only watch one movie, watch that one. Just watch it. And it's such a comic book movie too, so I'm like, wow, the end of 2018... Somehow gave me some of the best movies In a long time I, I got Aquaman, I got Spider-Man I'm, I'm pretty happy with everything How, how everything went
1: yeah. Dude, I'm just like re- Re-remembering Spider-Man Now and it's just like there's so many scenes That I want to quote but, uh. yeah.
0: And then uh, I finally started I did start re-watching Game of Thrones To prepare for April mm-hmm. I got through three episodes of season one And I doubt I will be able to get through the rest of the season and season two by the end of January, but I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my darn best, if not at least get it done in early February and then also do three and four in February. I mean,
1: honestly, aren't those seasons like 10, maybe 12 episodes a season? Like if you do one, no, it's
0: always 10. It's always 10 except for season
1: seven. Okay. So yeah, if you just do like one episode every other day, you should be fine.
0: If I have time, I dude. It's
1: dude. It's that's that the bad. Problem, yeah,
0: yeah. Like I said, like I didn't play any games at home this whole past week, so it's like finding that time is the bitch.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like for me, just trying to like keep up with my studies and and shit. Like that's why my list is basically just like Star Trek, Westworld, Punisher, Destiny, Overwatch. That's the five things I did this this week, other than study. Yeah.
0: And then I I saw. On Wednesday, I saw Dragon Ball Super, the movie Broly. Oh, nice. yeah! It was. I'm not much of a Dragon Ball person. Like I, I haven't had a chance to watch that show yet, or like any of those eight shows or whatever there are now. Um, I saw random episodes. Dragon I want to say of Dragon seven. No, not seven. Sorry, Z. I've seen random episodes of Z, GT, and I think that's it. And then, and then yeah, yeah, I, I saw that, that F Resurrection. Super. I think I saw Resurrection F. And I saw it in theaters and I thought it wasn't that good. Man, my uh, only problem with good.
1: Resurrection F was that Gold, that Frieza shows up, basically goes Super Saiyan. And instead of saying, like, I call this form Super Frieza. She's just, not, oh, not she, he. He sounds like a she, but whatever. Anyway, like, he's like, I call this form Golden Frieza, like, literally just because he's gold, which, again, I'm just like, but it's Super Saiyan, their hair turns gold, why why not just Super Frieza, whatever, that that bugged me for some reason, like, way more than it should have. Okay, so, he's- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, he,
0: he, uh, anyway, Broly's, like, a cool, interesting character, I guess they did, like, non-canon movies with him before. But yeah. everyone at least that I talked to that are big Dragon Ball fans that watched it were like, uh, yeah, this is a really, they really improved his character a lot. They liked him a lot more. Uh, the movie itself, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, it sounds like you're going to really like this movie. It basically has everything you'd ever want, which is crazy fighting, men screaming a lot, yeah, and some random stupid funny shit.
1: From what I understand of Broly's original storyline, like he was supposed to be the reason why Frieza destroyed yeah the the planet because he's like that
0: legendary Saiyan with the power levels and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah. as a
1: baby, like a newborn baby, his power level was something like a million which which if you remember like that fra- the famous I guess infamous yeah, it's line it's over 9, like, it's over 9, 9000 when they read uh... It's like 9000 yeah. was was the largest number that Vegeta had ever seen at the time or whatever, which I I guess that's why Broly it was a bit of a non-canon thing where they were like, oh, no, he he was a million level higher. I don't think
0: it goes that high for that, but basically, like, uh, I'll just say, like, when Power they scan him, it's just weird. like uh, the scanners, it's too much. The scanner can't even calculate what the number is. Uh, that's how they kind of explain it. Yeah, it's cool. If you like, like I said, if you like Dragon Ball, you'll probably like this a lot. And then last, I finished uh, the first season of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, and also watched the winter special. So I'm glad that show is finally finished for me. Finally got through it. It's um, really damn list. good. I enjoyed it a lot. Highly recommended. Uh, witches uh, are fun. They're just fun. I'm and taking
1: a class on witches now. It satisfies the humanities requirement. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. Uh, the only, just like, my only complaint is fun. there's no
0: talking. My only complaint is that there's no talking cat. And that's about it. Aww. but And, and uh, Salem doesn't talk in it. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that would really change it. Because I remember someone say, Who said that to me? Some, I, I, I feel like I talked about it last... No, I already talked. Never no, mind. We already talked about this on the podcast before. I'm not going to say it again. But, yeah, that's everything I watched. Alright, so let's move on to the movie news because we're already at an hour and a half. We're actually going back to old ways. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of shit and we just kept ranting.
1: Yeah, Well, yeah, All some right. of those news stories are kind of large. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah, so uh, more, game- there's some news on the Game of Thrones prequel show, the the Long Night one, or at least Age of Heroes one with uh, the White Walkers and stuff. So the director for the pilot, is. it sounds like it's going to be S.J. Clarkson according to deadline or not according to deadline but uh S.J. Clarkson she'll direct the pilot for the prequel and then uh because of that though this is what deadline reports is that she will no longer be on Star Trek 4 and it is being shelved basically canceled due to her departure and so we'll have to wait I guess longer if we want a continuation of like the Chris Pine Star Trek stuff that's going on uh besides that there is also a like more cast added to the prequel which is i'm just going to name off the names basically i don't know much about them uh naomi aki denise go uh jamie campbell bauer sheila Atom, ivano or ivano jeremiah georgie henley alex sharp and toby Reg- regbo I probably butchered every single one of those names. I have no idea how to say any of those, but uh, it seems like they got a. It's it sounds like they got the main slew of their cast picked out now, uh, and development should be starting soon. So that'll be pretty crazy. Once Game of Thrones is pretty much finished, we'll have this pretty crazy prequel to go into, which is just more White Walkers and stuff. Which I'm not complaining whatsoever about. Yeah, I'll see all, and we'll see how that all happens. When there's... I'm sure there'll be more news eventually as time comes this year, especially. uh, Closer to, like, things like Comic-Con and stuff like that. And next up... uh, The Captain Marvel showrunner. So... Or not the showrunner. uh, The Captain Marvel uh, writer, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Jack Schaefer. So he wrote the new Captain Marvel movie coming out. He's going to be the showrunner on the vision and scarlet witch movie that is going to be on disney plus you mean Uh, this was what you said movie
1: it's a show
0: sorry i meant show yeah sorry i don't know i said movie uh thank you for correcting me there yeah it is a show and it's gonna be on disney plus and uh it's this was from the hollywood reporter uh next up yeah the punisher season two is out so that's pretty damn cool and then, yeah, we talked about Star Trek 4. Uh, oh, this is a good one, yeah. So the original writers to the 2008 Iron Man movie are going to be apparently writing the... They're in final talks to write for the He-Man movie that's going to happen, live-action one. And I don't even know how that would hold up nowadays. Like, that, just that idea of that kind of movie from the 80s that's based on like that classic cartoon, how it just all can be now. Well it I,
1: I don't know how they're gonna compete with the already existing live action He Man movie starring the great Dolph Lundgren.
0: I guess it'll be like the same thing as Dread when Dread came out after Judge Dread.
1: Right. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good redo.
0: <laughs> it was the only time where you're like, Oh, this is twenty times better than the original uh yeah yeah um it'll be interesting to see just because he Man's a fun 80s character and i i we don't really get enough of that so i'm i'm fine with more if anything
1: i was about to say i don't think anyone even cares about he-man that much anymore but there's a new she-ra uh show on netflix which i forgot exists
0: is it the one with that animation uh um yeah that's, yeah i'm not watching that that's for kids that's honestly i mean they I get it. They made it for kids. It's not really gonna draw in the old fan base unless, I guess, you just yeah, don't I think, care.
1: I think that's the main reason I skipped that one. It's like, unlike Voltron, because like Voltron is actually like kind of got some mature elements to it. But yeah, it looks like the Shiro show is just for like kids. Yeah, really
0: little kids. And next up, this one's not really much of news that we'd normally say here, but I just can't help it. Aquaman has re- it's reached that one billion dollars in gross profits from the movies Uh, i'd like to say to all of you out there ha and ha because aquaman is an amazing superhero and people always gave me shit for liking him and i won (laughs) i didn't win anything because aquaman won but in essence i won you won a damn good movie i i won in spirit because it makes me feel like a winner that this guy won at the box office, <laughs> but no, nah, it's fucking cool. Um, congratulations to them. Congratulations to Aquaman for saving the DC extended universe. Like, I we'll <laughs> can't see. believe any of this happened. <laughs> I mean, dude, that much money—they fucking—they're good to yeah. go. They're golden. They just—they the they just don't have to. They just don't fuck up the other stuff. But yeah, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, and then uh, a small piece of news here regarding Uncharted. Uh, There's rumors that the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, Dan Trachenberg, Trachenberg, I think it's Trachenberg. Uh, Oh, wait, no. Yeah, yeah. So this is reported by Variety. Uh, He might have been hired to direct the Uncharted film now that the other previous director, Sean Levy, had left. So I'm glad this is happening for two reasons. One, I like 10 Cloverfield Lane a lot. Two, that means they're making sure this moves forward as quickly as possible. We don't want this to basically go back into limbo like it was before because it's been fucking years. And I'm pretty sure they still have Tom Holland for this and everything, so if they get that director back and then start filming, we'll have this out finally in no time, and hopefully it's an actual good video game movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And we got some... uh, Speaking of Game of Thrones, there's always more Game of Thrones to talk about. We got a new trailer for season eight, and we'll just, we'll speak briefly about it, but it, uh, it takes place in the crypts of Winterfell, where you go through with Jon, Sansa, and Arya, and it's basically them walking past the previous Starks, mainly just, like, Eddard and Caitlin, and it's just kind of quotes from the earlier, pretty much, like, from the first season, as soon as just talking about stuff, they also pass, like, Aunt Lyanna, Lyanna Stark, her statue and everything and it ends up with them like facing their own statues and they're like oh shit we're gonna die possibly yeah i see like ice freeze over i wasn't uh, sure if that was them or not that was them that was supposed to be them so it was okay the crazy part was uh they showed the feather on liana's hand so this is a feather that actually was this this goes all the way back to episode one season one i thought that was Um, supposed
1: to be a reference to bran being the raven now
0: no, that was from Robert Baratheon. Robert Baratheon placed that feather there on the statue the hand of the statue of Lyanna Stark oh, in shit, the first you're season, right. yeah. Oh, i for- so I totally
1: forgot about that.
0: Oh, then, yeah, then you're, and you just see the feather <laughs> fall and turn to ice. So, yeah, uh, yeah, just rewatching it now. I was like, "Hey, yeah, that's right." <laughs> um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting cuz you just see like the ice coming in, which is like, oh, the Night King, the White Walkers are coming. John and Arya draw their swords. Sansa's just like, y'all protect me because I don't have shit.
1: (laughs) Like, it's literally, they both draw their swords. Sansa's in the middle that just kind of, she just kind of stares. And you're like, okay. but I feel so bad for Sansa. She doesn't really ever do anything important herself. She's always just, like, around people doing important shit. At least, especially in the books. Well, she can make decisions that will have great impact.
0: She just can't physically... In terms of combat, she can't do anything physically. But in terms of just crea- making decisions, planning, and stuff like that, she can... And also now with intrigue and cunning because of what she pulled on Littlefinger. Yeah, that was fucking nice. She has hits. learned in those advantages. So, kind of like Tyrion, she may not be good with the... Fu- like, she can't fight, but she's good with her mind. That That is her weapon. That is what yeah. she is good with. And... This is the crazy part. Uh, we got a release date, which I have to find now because I lost it, son of a bitch. Uh, it was April 14th. So you get 13 days in April if you go according to my schedule. You got 13 days to watch season 7 and fucking get ready. And catch up if you missed out, and if you need to catch up on the rest of the seasons. But... Yeah, April 14th, pretty much smack dab in the month in the middle. Get ready for that shit. I am so freaking excited. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. And then uh, Mission Impossible. This is pretty funny. Mission Impossible is planning, it sounds like uh, according to Variety, they are reportedly going to be filming the next two Mission Impossible films back to back. So we're going to get a lot more of Tom Cruise running. Yeah, that's it. I just i thought I thought that was funny because they just won't stop. I I literally thought the last one was the actual final movie, but they're just gonna keep they're going for as long as possible until he can't do his own stunts anymore. They're gonna keep doing this. Yeah. Eh. Hey, I I watched all those movies. Uh, they get better each time. I was like, holy crap! The original is cool. Second one's whatever. Third one's fine. Fourth one, fucking
1: awesome. Fifth one, oh shit. Sixth one, oh my god. And they just keep getting better. The, the amount of times in the last one where people were literally just ripping off face masks. Like, they haven't so many times. I'm like, how? How is? How do you make such a perfect face?
0: Just It just works, man. It just works so damn well. In
1: like a 3D printer the size of a briefcase. Yeah.
0: And then we got... <laughs> some we got more stuff we got spider-man far from home we got a trailer for it and yeah. along with a pretty cool poster so the whole thing far from home everyone was speculating they're like oh he's still in space after avengers 4 uh he's like trapped somewhere who knows maybe he's in another dimension No, he's in europe
1: yeah i heard theories that like oh man what if he's that's where he gets the symbiote or whatever in this movie and like oh he's yep yeah, just europe It's a school
0: trip. You see all his classmates there. Also, confirmed. You got romance blossoming with him and MJ. More stuff with his friend, uh, whatever his name is, Uh, Flash Thompson, admitting he loves Spider-Man, but he hates Peter because he doesn't realize the difference. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're going full comic, except for the fact (laughs) that the actors are all different.
1: (laughs) I just love, like, yeah, Flash is saying all the reasons why he loves Spider-Man, and he sees Peter's like, "Hey, sup, dickwad," and he just like Peter gives him the thumbs up. I thought that was so fucking funny. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, and
0: like we see uh, Mysterio, Jake a Gyllenhaal, of... and he looks hella epic. And yeah, oh, 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 I'm... oh, I got they some questions. show Hydro Man. And like, for those that don't know, Hydro Man, the whole thing about him is he is just a water man who shoots water. Except that's not supposed to be Hydro Man. <clears throat> that yeah. So there, there are two things that you kind of learn from it, or possibilities. One that that actually is Hydro Man and Mysterio is actually fighting him, which is what they probably want you to believe. Or two, Mysterio is not really a hero; he is faking it, and Hydro Man is actually just a special effect.
1: Yeah, that that I've heard that sounds plausible and would be interesting. Also, third option: they're just the the four creatures like beings that show up in the trailer are supposed to be called the elementals. Uh, one is called Hellfire. He has the power of um, fire. Uh, Magna- oh, wait, were there? Were there elementals in it? Yeah. Like, apparently, they, they don't... They haven't been mentioned many times in Marvel history, which is weird. W- or weird that they would be displayed in a Spider-Man movie because he has, like, almost nothing to do with them, as far as I'm aware. So there, there's Hellfire who has who who is like the element of fire. Magnum is the element of earth. I think Typhon is the element of like wind and in like storms, which is like when he's on when you see like the London Bridge engulfed in like wind and lightning. That was supposed yeah. to be her. And then I think Hydron is the water one, or I I could be wrong. They but- should just do Hydro Man. But that's the thing is, like, it's not Hydro-Man or whatever. But there have been uh, storylines where Mysterio has, like, paid, like, former villains Oh, of that Spider-Man makes sense, too, yeah. Like Hydro-Man and Sandman. Because that's, that's I thought Magna might be Sandman. Uh, th- like, there there have been times where Mysterio has paid people to be, you know, villains so that he could come and save the day or whatever and and fool people. If people don't know, Mysterio is mostly, his thing is he is a former special effects artist, and none of his things he does normally are, like, real things. He just makes really convincing illusions to get his, like, crimes done and stuff like that. So, I was very confused by this trailer where he straight up just, like, is flying around and shooting laser beams and shit that looks like a combination of magic and technology or whatever. But we'll see. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I think there's going to be a thing where it's like him and Peter start
1: working together and they're like, wow,
0: you're really cool and everything. And then it's like, hey, you're a phony. Hi, hey, everybody. This guy's a phony. Yeah. And then basically that's all going to happen. And then he's going to put a fishbowl on his head and be like, you've seen my final form. And then he'll just get his fishbowl broken out. Fucking yeah! Know.
1: But, so definitely, yeah. definitely excited for it. Like, I yeah, love it looks S- good. I love Spider Man. And then you have a oh, a lot of Nick Fury shit. Yeah, Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick back. Fury. I like. That. Uh, I mean,
0: Mary Hill's supposed to be in it too, of course. Uh, they said they casted uh, Colby Smulders in it. Yeah. And then uh, Avengers Four, you know, Spider Man's dead. Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury's dead. Uh, Mary Hill's dead. So obviously this isn't a, a real movie Because uh, that wouldn't make any sense Now
1: Oh man how funny would that be If they just made like a fake movie trailer For a fake movie just to throw people off Yeah I feel but like that would be It's very real
0: and it's just another reason why It's like I'm more excited about this Because it's just moving forward They're getting their shit They're, they're just going back to having fun uh, With just fun Spider-Man shit Compared to oh boy Avengers 4 is coming out I wonder what's going to happen Except we already know
1: what's going to happen they all come back. What a surprise. Wow. Well, here's the... F- that is that is the annoying thing is that they basically were like, at least some of the characters come back. Maybe not everyone. Like, maybe... Everyone that was dusted is coming back. Probably. It's just happening. But I mean, like, maybe that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean everyone stays alive by the end of four. Like, maybe Tony Stark dies. I don't know, but I doubt it. If Iron Man and Cap died, I'd be like, cool. Eh. At least someone died. I think it'd be interesting if they used this as a springboard to launch into like the next wave of heroes. Like, what if? I
0: mean, that's what it is. That's it's like kind of it's a closing of one door and an opening of another, and then at the end it'll be like uh, Professor X is like to me my X Men and be like, oh
1: boy, yeah. Well, like, what if Iron Man dies and or whatever, and he is replaced by Riri Williams, who is the uh, Li- Ironheart. Who is? The well, yeah. It the sounds like they're going to
0: go a like, lot younger with all of the heroes
1: after this. Like I mean, Spider Man just to. To they, start. Like, like everyone gets old, and Tony. Uh, t- I going to call him Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. is not a young guy anymore. Yeah, honestly, they can have a really good mix
0: of different ones. I mean, like obviously, they're probably going to do. They're doing like they, we have Spider Man Two, we have Black Panther Two, we have Doctor Strange Two probably as well. They all are good with sequels. Uh, they're probably not gonna do Iron Man four and Cap four. There's nothing left they really need to to get done there. Not and if really, they just no. kill them off. Honestly, if they just kill them off,
1: they could <sighs> just close only, those doors. the The only Iron Man villain that I still would like to see them do, like for real, is the Mandarin. But
0: oh yeah. Eh. I, I mean, I who knows? It. Maybe, uh, maybe Tony Stark lives and they actually do that. But I, I still doubt it. And if anything, like they could do, like, oh, well, maybe we wanted to do something else. Well, Iron Man, Iron Man's gone, but we could do War Machine for one little movie, just give him his own little thing for once. And it's I'd like about that. him dealing with not being able to walk for a bit, as well as like all this shit. Who knows? Like, there, there's so much they can do. They literally have a full open road to the point where they're like. We don't have room for everything, so here, Scarlet Witch, Vision, you guys get your own show. Loki, you get your own show. Have fun. Wait, Loki's supposed to be dead. I don't know what this (laughs) is about. What the fuck are you guys doing? Are you guys just fucking me? Is this Agents Uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. all over again, where you're just bringing people back for a show?
1: I've heard Unless it's a prequel. Yeah, one of the theories for the Loki show is that supposedly they have cast Tom Hiddleston at least as a narrative voice, and that it might be a young Loki show just with tom hiddleston doing the voiceover for like his life journeys or life stories. i'd like that 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 i think would be it could possibly be fine and like then it ends with him Justin. being like and then i
0: ended up and you're all probably wondering how i got here and it's just thanos <laughs> choking him to death and he's like well it's a <laughs> oh funny so,
1: <laughs> i'd like to see the time he turned into a snake and then stabbed thor <laughs> exactly
0: or is dressed up as a woman in trick Thor, it's like, "Hey, bro, I just slept with you. Jokes on you, motherfucker!" Right. And it's like, "Oh, yeah, how would you do that? That's so
1: weird." So, but okay, so do we want to keep going on this or just move on because oh, we're almost like two hours in? I think there was like one more thing, but I can't remember what I was gonna get to. So, oh
0: well, okay. Uh, it also, one thing for Spider-Man that oh, comes right. out to life,
1: yeah. Uh, the the spe- again speaking about Spider-Man, uh, just going off the tone of the trailer i thought for a minute like wait is this before infinity not infinity war i guess before infinity war as well because i i thought that like what if peter and his like school uh, trip or whatever like that's the bus back that they're taking at the beginning of infinity war like back from europe or whatever or back from i highly doubt
0: it just because yeah, that's the like thing. Nick Fury's like, been in hiding the whole time. Why would he come out just to talk to Spider-Man?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But also for the the main thing is that the uh, the showrunners or whatever you call, it, I guess Kevin Feige. No, not Kevin Feige. Who the, who the hell is in charge of Marvel movies? You mean Kevin Feige? So it is that guy. Okay, it's, he is. Uh, uh, I believe put out a statement at this point saying that like, no. Far From Home is not uh, before uh, the the Infinity War. It's the first movie of Phase 4. Yeah, it is after Endgame. So they've confirmed that this, so basically confirming like, yep, Spider-Man's fine, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. So
0: what I was trying to say before, uh, July 5th is the release date for Spider-Man. Woo! And then uh, we got another trailer for another movie and a release date. So May 17th will be John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. And the trailer shows our loving, adoring John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves. He's got a new dog. uh, Riding a horse. While dudes are on motorcycles <laughs> and this is fucking killing the guys on the on the fucking motorcycles. By the <laughs> way, the they motorcycle have, guys they have, have swords katanas. too.
1: Cool.
0: And then I think he kills a guy with a book because, you know, yep. education is is a de- is very deadly when you really get into it. Well, uh, you got
1: to move up from pens at some point.
0: Yeah, and so we see him he works with the uh, Berry's character, which I don't I honestly know too much about and I kind of don't want to know because it's like, oh, if I find out, that's fine, but I, th- I just need to see this. I honestly didn't even need to see this. I'm already ready. It's John fucking Wick. It's gonna be a good time. It's fucking Keanu Reeves doing some crazy shit, killing a bunch of people, and uh, Halle Berry will be the person he's working with. She also has a dog, so it's like two people and their dogs fucking up people. on Moss, I believe, is in this, so... We now have the entirety of The Matrix. We have Neo, Morpheus, and Trinity in this movie. And I think you see uh, you see uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, aka Morpheus, in the trailer again as the hobo king man, and he's holding like a pigeon again, and I just love that because it's fucking hilarious that Lawrence Fishburne is just holding a pigeon, and he's homeless and shit. He's like the homeless king or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm ready for this shit It's gonna be a good time Yeah Alright, uh, that is No, there, okay, there's still But wait, there's more, I'm sorry uh, Ghostbusters sequel Yeah. Uh, teaser Shown for the third Ghostbusters movie So this is not the one with the all-female cast This is like the originals And it sounds yeah. like the rumors If they are true, will be covering kind of like a Either like a family or like a Young boy and girl I guess inherited, it's like the new generation Or something oh, okay. uh, But most likely we will probably have like the All, all three, like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd um, Oh, I forgot his name
1: uh, Not Harold Ramis And
0: Ernie, Ernie Hudson, that's his name Ernie yeah. Hudson uh, So those three uh, Obviously Egon uh, What's this, Harold Ramis passed away So he can't be in it uh, Even though it's about ghosts That's a bad joke, I'm sorry But it's it's true uh, that would be funny if they found some way to ghost him into the movie, though. You say ghost him into the movie? Yes, I I verbed it. Good job. I th- I think he'd like all these things, honestly. But uh, yeah, so who knows what it's going to be about? It probably won't come until twenty twenty, but it's just something to get excited for. It's 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 who knows what it's going to be about. I, I just want to see where this will go. Uh, and then another piece of news jumanji 3 cast a few more people we've got uh aquafina from crazy rich asians i guess they they're putting in an entire brand of water in there i thought yeah, that was actually water i find Isn't that water? funny
1: that's her actress name i think I don't, I don't think that's her real name
0: there's no last name it just says aquafina <laughs> this is fucking it okay what are you yeah. seal <laughs> all right so they cast water and then they cast danny devito and danny glover So we have Danny Glover, who apparently is not too old for this shit to be doing (laughs) this. And then we have Danny fucking DeVito. So we have Jack Black and Danny DeVito in the same movie, plus The Rock. I just want people to think about that. More importantly, we have Jack Black and Danny DeVito in a movie where they're probably not even playing themselves. They're playing like, well, Jack Black plays that girl again. I want to see
1: Jack Black as the teenage girl. It's like the best thing I've ever seen in the world. It's fucking great yeah honestly that jumanji movie was like way better than i expected it to be
0: yeah it was it was honestly a really good time uh they underperformed with like the tribute to robin williams but it's whatever uh well it's not whatever but you know what i mean like it was that, that part was very disappointing uh just because they overhyped it but this is supposed to come out in uh december of this year so we'll see how that goes uh the first trailer i'm sure will be fucking great And then, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, here we go. I'm excited for this, uh, as long as they don't fuck it up. Disney is remaking Hunchback of Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, as a live-action movie. And that's reported by Deadline. That's it. That's all I want to say. I'm excited because I love the Hunchback. That's one of my favorite Disney movies, and it's very underrated. It's so fucking good.
1: It's fucking dark, though.
0: Yeah, uh, according to Variety, Anne Hathaway may be starring in The Witches, which we've talked about before with The Witches, is that movie where it's a bunch of witches, and the little boy turns into a mouse, and the crazy things ensue, and his grandma's a witch, but she's a good witch, but there's also evil witches, and if Anne Hathaway's in that, I will want to see that for sure, because she's awesome, and let's see if there's anything else. There's just so much. Oh, this is this is just funny. I thought, I don't know. They're making a Monopoly movie, like the Hasbro board game, and it's going to have Kevin Hart star. No. I just think that's funny. Because it's another board game movie. Definitely How good
1: was. Uh, did you like Battleship? I heard Battleship was amazing. No, that one, I didn't, get, I didn't watch it. I heard it was the one. best movie ever. I was going to make a that's joke. It's, of course, about- a lie. I was going to make a joke about that not, like, hitting its mark for me, but I feel like it's not even worth it.
0: I think I'm still waiting for the two main movies that should be coming out, Candyland and Shoot and Ladders. Those will be some top-tier movies. I should trademark those right now as movie properties.
1: Dude, yeah, how have they not made a Candyland movie? Like, all the, all the stupid shit that comes out nowadays.
0: I have no idea, dude.
1: They made a fucking right. Clue movie.
0: Is true. I totally didn't even see this. Uh, apparently, uh, there is a report from THR that Henry Cavill can return to those two Mission Impossible movies as, uh... oh, wait, what? Oh, Alec Baldwin as well, even though I thought he straight up, uh, yeah, he's actually, never mind, I'm not going to spoil that. Yeah. Oh, never, well, never mind about that spoiler. You can cut Keep that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah Alec Baldwin dies in the last Fallout movie Or Mission Impossible Fallout uh, Have fun knowing that now I Hope you watched it already too late uh, But yeah apparently They both may come back Which apparently yeah, next year summer so Will probably be filmed back to back Will open summer 2021 Summer 2022 People are crazy And last piece of news Thank God we are at the two-hour mark literally right now. Almost it's like yeah. an hour fifty-seven. Dude, my computer hour was like fully charged when we started,
1: and it's down to like nine percent. Dude, what the fuck is your computer? Why does it die so? You have a, apparently didn't you just rec- buy this. Apparently, recording shit and running uh, GarageBand I guess drains way more power than I thought it did. Didn't you just buy this? I did. Oh, I'm glad I made a good, sh- made a terrible choice. Anyway. You fool! Yeah, clicking on the battery icon says you applications using significant power: GarageBand and Google Plugin. Fantastic Beast Three.
0: uh, Apparently, what is this? uh, Has been postponed for filming. This is according to Deadline. Uh, Yeah, the pushback is probably due to more necessary. Pre-production time and filming is set to begin shooting in late fall of 2019 opposed to the original July start time. Uh, that's about it for that. I still have to watch the second one. Did you watch it? I haven't seen either of them. Oh, you should watch the first one. It's actually pretty good. I enjoyed Yeah, I, it.
1: I heard good things. I just never got
0: around to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all of our news. Uh, actually, we'll probably cut out, I doubt, even too much, even though there's a bunch of stuff we can cut out. It's probably only going to take up like 30 seconds. To be honest, but yeah, overall, uh, yeah, two hours. Not it's like basically double the last couple we've
1: done. Well,
0: it's mostly just because
1: like the there were several big news stories this week that took a lot of yeah. There was a lot of big ones,
0: and the amount of rants we had gone through for like GameStop and EA, Star Wars, Destiny with uh, Activision, Bungie. Yeah, Uh, those three rants. Honestly, that's what the descriptions is going to be like. Yo, we, oh, no, EA- we EA- rant A-A-Tation. a shit ton and all that kind of stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, God, I have to, I'm not editing this tonight. That's going to be another night. Because right now, if it, for those that don't know, uh, we're recording on a Friday night. It is now 1.22 a.m. and I have work tomorrow. So that's going to be fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, if you want to contact us, give us uh, feedback, positive, negative. Have a question read on the show. Not guaranteeing it if it's not a good question, but we'll take a look and see either way. Uh, Just email us at sutrosidetalk at gmail.com. And if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, follow at uh, SutroSidetalk. If you want to follow James on Twitter, follow him at invaderjim 124 If you would like to follow me, just follow me at underscore raider underscore on Twitter. And that is all we have for this week. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure yet when we're going to record because if we did it on a Wednesday, we'd have only like three days worth of news. We'll see how it goes, though. Uh, But we'll try to record and have like that full month of consistency. But yeah, Uh, did you have anything left to say, James?
1: Yeah, that's about it.
0: All right, then, you guys. You guys have a great week. And we'll have this out, hopefully, sometime over the weekend.
1: All right. Have a good time. Yep. Thanks for listening.